For more than 40 years, Grassi's Restaurant and Deli has been a favorite when it comes to authentic, traditional St. Louis cuisine. With deep-rooted family recipes and a menu full of signature Italian items, there's nothing that won't immediately become your favorite. Try one of their daily blue plate specials, such as the Meatball Burger or Black Angus Sirloin Sandwich. Check them out online at www.grassistlouis.com or on Facebook and let them know your favorite Grassi's meals and memories. Located at 1045 German Boulevard in Frontenac, that's Grassi's. Welcome back to the Edmonds and McKernan Show on CBS Sports 920 and InsideSTL.com. I'm going to let this one breathe. I think it deserves it. Do you know who this is? If you know who this is, it's going to be great. It's Christopher Cross? That's that's a wonderful guess. It's inaccurate, but it's, it's a wonderful guess. No. From the band... Perry? <laughs> from Chicago? From the band Chicago. Yeah. Oh, uh, the wonderful Peter, Peter Cetera. I believe he's going to join us on Monday. Peter Cetera is going to be with us on Monday. <laughs> Here on the Edmonds and McKernan Show. You had to go through the Rusa to get that one. <laughs> yeah, that, right. He's probably going to be at the RF. I am checking out your computer right now, and I'm impressed by the uh, whatever tweet is going on on your screen. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a male adult film star getting his STD test. Oh, you know what that looks like from here? That looks like you know. Oh, now he it looks screen. like he has Doritos wow. on his shirt, and you like that picture. Oh, if you I, like that, I've got other ones you'll well, really enjoy. Go, go back to where it was. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. The way you had it. If you're following Manuel Ferrara, as I'm I'm sure no one is. The way you had it pinched, it almost looked like a a female from the side. No, I I believe he's getting his, I believe, no. Only you would follow a man. (laughs) Explain explain it again. He's an adult film star. A male adult film star. (laughs) Yes, it's a male adult film star. So that's why I guess I'm confused. (laughs) He is married to a friend of mine. Who is a female adult film star? I really hope Eckstein's not on hold right now. Is he? Oh, perfect Eckstein, timing, David. Because Eckstein's such a good on, guy and such a straight arrow, Thank and it's your God. fault that we're talking about this. No, it's your it's fault. Your, it's on your computer. Song, I was happy with the song, and you start talking about that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You were probably really enjoying Peter Cetera's "Glory of Love," and then Edmonds took this it, this program into the gutter. If we knew what we were doing. I would have known that you were on hold, <laughs> and I would have never gone in that direction. But David, how are you doing? That's awesome. <laughs> How are you, pal? Doing good. How about yourself? I'm good. Where uh, Where are you at these days today? Right today, I'm in I'm in Florida. Oh wow! I'm in Florida it's today. Sanford, Florida. So, Sanford, Florida. Nice. But um, but the wife's in California. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys do some. Uh, people don't realize, I think, how much you move around. I think. You, your yeah. your your mileage is a little just a little bit you're like just a little bit lower than La Russa when it comes to uh, I think flight oh. mileage and uh, <laughs> yeah, your wife yeah, I'm, working. I'm, I got the platinum last year, so yes, yeah. <laughs> it is a lot do? of mileage. Outside of all of your traveling, David, uh, what what do you how do you spend your uh, days at least uh, for the most part uh, these days? Well, um, I have the opportunity. Um, I help out the local high schools in Florida. So I have a couple teams I work with down here. And then, you know, my brother got the new job with the Angels. And so I did the first three days up there um, for opening the opening series, helping him and did some spring training with him. So I'll be in and out with the Angels this year doing that. And then um, this summer I'll help out with USA Baseball. 
in nice. So you uh, so you're in Florida <laughs> enough to um, be able to help some teams out there. I thought you spent most of your well, I know you spent most of your time well, in California, but well, you just my, go back I have and a forth. very um, loving and understanding wife who, during baseball season for high school, she lets me stay in Florida a little bit longer. And so, um, yes. Yeah, so during this time, I, I get to stay in Florida um, to help out. But I go out to California. I mean, I was out there last week, so it's about every two weeks I'm out there. And I have something here, and I want to make sure we uh, we promote it properly. You are uh, working on uh, America's Scores, St. Louis. Uh, tell our listeners uh, this is Celebrity Voices event. Tell our listeners what uh, what you have going on, Dave. Yes, on um, April 26th, we have an event where we have um, American Scores likes to you know inspire urban youth to lead healthy lives and be engaged students and have the confidence and character to make a difference in the world. So we're doing an event, and basically they, they like to call them their like poetic athletes so they're they're athletes on the field and they write poetry so they're bringing in celebrity guests to read their poetry and have music and it should be a fun night so basically um if you're interested in in showing up you can go to www.celebritivoices.com to find out all the information how to get tickets celebritivoices.com is that what it is yeah i mean .org oh my gosh .org it's dot org. I wanted to make sure I was doing it right. I thought I screwed up. Celebrityvoices.org. Yes, yes. April 26th. Uh, so David working on this project as well as just giving up his time for the high school. Well, yeah, and also, David, um, I don't know. I can't keep up with your, your wife, and you said she's yeah. sweet and loving, and definitely she is, and I'm still <laughs> proud to be her favorite baseball player. Um, you are. What is, she, what, what is she doing in L.A. these days? Is she still doing the same stuff? And maybe you can explain a little bit. I think. I, I mean, I know some people know what's going on, but uh, I think it's quite interesting the, the venture that she's um, gotten herself into. Right, yeah. So she started a company called Her Universe. Um, through her job on the Clone Wars with Star Wars, the Clone Wars, she decided to do um, what basically what Alyssa Milano did for the MLB was make female garments for the sci-fi fan. And so we have Star Wars, Star Trek. We'll be announcing a new license here probably in the next month. Um, but we make the female um, apparel for if you're a sci-fi sci-fi fan and um we actually um also just teamed up with chris hardwork and the nerdist so we do have a couple guys stuff now also so but she's just a you know she goes out there and you know she had an idea and she's making it go through that's pretty cool and i think she's on twitter right as uh her at, at her universe is that the right yeah. one yeah that is right yeah she's on twitter at, at her universe and you can oh. find out all the all the updates that what she's doing. I mean, she also does cartoon voices. Um, she's on a couple of different shows right now. David Eckstein, kind enough to join us here on the Edmonds and McKernan Show. You're listening to CBS Sports 920 and inside STL.com as we are joined by the 2006 World Series MVP on the SAPAW GM Country phone line. So as a uh, fanboy, to have uh, Edmonds here and Eckstein on the, the SAPAW GM Country phone lines, I'm going to be able to relive what took place in 2006 and i'm curious where your perspective on this was david you were part of a world championship team in 2002 and some successful teams after that going into the playoffs in 2006 you guys had kind of fumbled around the final month of the season had to hold off uh, if i'm not mistaken it was the astros in the final week of the season nobody even with all the success the cardinals had had dating back to 2000 expected the team to make the run it made when you look back at october 2006 were you surprised you guys wound up holding up that world championship trophy at the end of the month um 
like I like to say, um, early in the season, we were the best club, but we had a bunch of injuries. And I know Jimmy was one of the guys that was hurt. I was hurt. We had a bunch of guys that was hurt. So we were just hoping to get in the playoffs to get healthy. And with the extra days off in the playoffs, it allows you to go out there and play um, where it's not as strenuous. And so that was our biggest thing. And, you know, we were actually just getting back healthy um, when the playoffs were coming around. And, of course, we had the great Jim Edmonds, too lead us and motivate us inside the clubhouse with the game ball after the game with Ronnie Belliard starting in San Diego, and we kind of took off from there. So, you know, once you get in, you, you always expect to win. Yeah, that, you, you became like the uh, the guy post game, like giving out game ball, I right? became the big poppy of the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I, I always spoke and, and said that I thought that that was probably – um, not the most talented team that we had in St. Louis over the course of all those years, but the one that came together and played the best at the, at the right time. And it's funny how after all these years and all the Cardinal fans and everything that goes on in sports and people just still have a hard time believing that it's all about that, you know, two or three week period that you have to come together. It doesn't matter what you do during the post or during the, during the season. The postseason is where it's at. And it's something like what's going on with the Blues right now. They were pushing for the, the, the best record right. of all of uh, the NHL, and then now they're just limping towards the playoffs. But, you know, you just never know what's going to happen, and I think that's a prime example of uh, coming together at the right time. And I'm still disappointed that I didn't get that Corvette. I think I was one hit shy and one outfielder slip away from being the MVP that year. Oh, my. You're saying that it's Granderson's slip that allowed Eckstein to win the MVP. No, it wasn't just Granderson's slip. It was the, the lack of the last day I didn't get any hits with guys oh, that in right? position. <laughs> the broken bat down third base didn't count. <laughs> Counted, I'm just saying. I really wanted that Corvette. And, and David won the Corvette, and he and he handed it over to his brother, which was yeah. a pretty uh, impressive deal too. Yeah, it was you were famous for driving the same car forever. I mean, what's what's the current car status? Oh, my current car, car status it's a um, it's my old sister's. I mean, my sister's old minivan. That's what I'm driving in Florida. And Jimmy knows my the Civic out in out in California. So that's the status right now. But my wife does have a nice has a nice car here in Florida, but I drive a minivan. Do you remember the story your wife told me a couple weeks ago about the minivan in Florida? Yes. Do you remember? Yeah, can you tell mad. that, or would you like me to tell it? I can tell you it can off tell the air. It. But it's pretty impressive. Is David's wife is driving? They're driving a minivan, I guess. It used to be your sister's, and. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she's going to the uh, store. This is David Eckstein, former Major League Baseball player, World Series MVP. And uh, this is Mrs. Eckstein, uh -huh. who's a beautiful, blonde, young, uh -huh. lovely lady. Uh -huh. And she says that the door handle doesn't even work on this car. It's so old. And so she has to climb over the um, other side of the passenger seat to get out. And I don't know if she has to open, actually go outside the window to open the door, but she's climbing out of the passenger seat. And she's walking up to the grocery store, and there's a couple ladies that are all walking in together. And there's a homeless lady at the, at the entrance. And so um, Ashley's kind of walking. All, they're all together. And she says this, I want to know how, I want to tell you how bad it is for me when I'm getting out of this car. She says, the homeless lady asked all the women that walked in front of me for money, and when I walked up, she let me go because the car was so brutal that I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true story, but I'll, I'll let you know. I've updated. I have fixed the inside door handle so you can get outside the driver's side now. You don't have to climb over to the passenger side now. Look at so, that! It's always a great story. There was an upgrade but, here in the last few weeks. But the two, but the, but you can't you can't open the side. You can't like the sliding doors. Those there are no handles on both sides of those. It's pretty so. much a two-seater minivan. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> David Eckstein, kind enough to join us here on the uh, Sapod GM Country phone lines. You're listening to CBS Sports 920 and inside STL.com. I always thought I couldn't imagine seeing a better baseball game, a more intense baseball game than Game 7 of the 2006 NLCS, you guys and the Mets. But then we, we got to experience the Cardinals Game 6 against the Texas Rangers, the comeback in 2011 against the Nationals the next year, the comeback against the Nationals in Game 5 of the NLDS. So we've just been spoiled crazy here. But still, that game, going back to Andy Chavez's catch, Yadier Molina's home run, and then Wainwright freezing the former Cardinal and now Yankee Carlos Beltran. What a just sick game. David, uh, your perspective on Game 7 of the 2006 NLCS. Yeah, I mean... That, it, it was definitely like one of the best games I had the opportunity to play in. And if you remember, um, when Andy Chavez makes that catch, they come out the next inning and get bases loaded. So it was like a huge yeah. um, like momentum shift, and um, Supon shuts them down. You know, they get bases loaded, and I think, what, Valentin and was it Chavez also who was hitting? Who yeah. came up and made the third out. And so able to get out of that inning, that was more the pivotal moment in the sense that after Andy Chavez made that catch, they end up getting bases loaded, but we got out of it without giving up any runs. And so um, that was that was clutch for us. And then, like you said, you know, Yachty coming up there in the ninth, having the big home run. And then winning, it was all a whirlwind, jumping on a plane, going to Detroit. Lux <laughs> and Spezio fall off the bus. <laughs> yes, yeah, oh, my gosh, yes. Spezio what happened to the Spezier? He's got a little deep in the champagne, and I believe he was leaning up against the front bus window. And the, it was raining at the time, and he was one of the last ones off or out of the locker room, but we were all kind of waiting to get on the bus. And he was resting his head up against the front bus windshield, and, and the windshield wipers happened to go by and pretty much gave him the uh, cartoon slap forward and backwards across the face. Um, Spies was known to have a little bit of champagne after that yeah. game, and uh, I think he didn't realize how much it was going to catch up to him when he came out of the clubhouse. <laughs> what a character. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, David, do you, do you get a chance to watch the Cardinals uh, these days, or are you uh, busy with all of your projects and your coaching and don't get a chance to watch them that much? I, I get a little bit. Um, I, get, I, get, I get to watch them a little bit. I saw them the other night. They were on the Fox Sports 1, actually. Um, um, playing the Reds, so I get to see him a little bit, um, and so, but you know, still, same pitching staff. I saw, you know, Yachty hit his homer, um, so it still looks like a great club. But I do follow, I do follow the box scores. Yeah, the uh, Cardinals uh, have ridiculous pitching, and it's not meant by any means. And I know guys are protecting the teammates, and I'm, but when you look at when you have Wainwright, Waka, Lynn Kelly, and Miller versus what won the world championship in 2006 again with all due respect i mean chris carpenter's a cy young winner but then jeff weaver jeff supon anthony reyes uh that was the world series rotation and that was a world championship rotation it does speak to what you guys have said which is coming together in that two or three week period and having gamers i think david uh, david was a gamer and david oh, knows yeah. this but don't you think david to win the world series you got to have gamers i mean you can't just be good you got to have guys that can just go out there and just put their nose in the dirt and just get after it Exactly, and especially that time of the season when everyone's watching all the pressures on, having the ability to be able to perform like it's just a regular game, I think that's, um, and not be affected, I think that's the, the biggest thing. And, and once again, who gets hot at that right at that point in time? 
we're starting to get with with this run that the Cardinals have been on, and you were uh, part of it right smack dab in the middle, starting to get to the point where, okay, there are some guys who were part of this run that, that will be discussed for the Hall of Fame. Now, and Albert Pujols is an obvious one, and then you get into some guys where people are going to line up on either side of it. Yadier Molina is still young and still playing and still has many more awards to uh, attain. But I was asking Jim about this the other day, David, because Yadier is not a guy who does a whole lot of interviews. But people who play with him speak of him in, in, in the highest of complimentary form. You were a part of that team with him, that world championship team. What is it about Molina that makes him so effective as the Cardinal catcher? Um, first and foremost, I want to give credit to his brothers, you know, Jose and Benji, having them mentored, having trying to live up and follow them in their in their footsteps, showing him how to play the game. They did a good job. But he is such oh, my gosh, intense, into the game, understands the game, demands respect from his pitchers, and gives them the confidence to throw the ball where they're supposed to do. And I know Jimmy might get offended by this comment, but um, in that 2006 World Series, that was my pick for the MVP. You know, what he did with our pitching staff and still swung the bat as well as he did, that was my pick because that was the unsung hero of taking that pitching staff, like you said, and demanding um, excellence out of them, and that's what he does with his staff now and uh, that i've always seen him no i would never get offended by that i mean he he did an amazing job and i i don't think uh from from what we had and is true i don't think our pitching staff could stack up against this pitching staff right now but i'll take those guys in the, in the battle any day and uh you see some um you see some uh, highlights here and there, and I forgot what a what a part Jeff Weaver played. I mean, he was at yeah, the end of his career; he didn't have much, and it gives me goosebumps to watch him. Just remembering being in the clubhouse with him and the way he acted and the way he performed in that um, in that postseason was just so special. And it's the same thing with Supon, but we knew Soup would do it, um, and having Weaver come over kind of late and just jump right in and just be a part of that team. I, I thought I thought he was like the special character of that team that. That Interesting. Basically, kept us in line, and it just really personified how that team ended up winning the World Series. Don't you? I mean, don't you think he really was gutty? Oh my gosh, going out there, especially with everything that he had gone through prior, with you know the contracts with the Yankees and everything like that, and coming over there, and you you get this you you get a sense of how someone is just because of what you've seen, and then he becomes one of your teammates, and it's the total opposite. You mean such a competitor, such a guy that wants the ball and goes out there, and he was going to compete. You know, I have the opportunity a little bit to spend some time with his brother now, who's the same guy, and it's kind of eerie when I'm over there to see him and 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 realize, you know, that's what we had with Jeff in St. Louis, and that's what people might overlook because they see the California kind of laid-back attitude, but when they step on the mound, they want to take it to you. Yeah, his brother is the same way. I've gotten to spend right? some time away from the field, actually. He doesn't live too far from me in Orange County, and uh, it's a spitting image. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's like <laughs> you usually have opposites. I think uh, I think you and your brother are pretty pretty close, David, um, and you guys aren't that much alike, but these two guys are alike, and uh, it, it's pretty cool to see, and it's fun to watch. And it was really neat to see Jared watch his brother play in the World Series, and then it's awesome to go watch when you go watch Jared pitch. Jeff's there Jeff watching him pitch. Right. Yeah, so it's they have a pretty special family. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that was that, that 2006 team, especially when you guys talk about I know you weren't a part of it in 2004, David, but that team that won 105 games, the right. team from last year with the pitching it had, you had a bunch of guys in 2006, now not you two, but who were DFA'd in the middle of the season. 
Right. And then they came. They wound up being huge parts of it, not just Weaver, but I mean, Anthony Reyes was teetering back and forth with his relationship with Duncan and Preston Wilson was another guy. He had a big. He was the a big part series. of our team yeah, too. Ronnie I mean, Bell. We're missing too. some other guys too. Uh, there was a reliever. Aaron, I can't remember yeah. what his name was. Was it Mejia maybe or? It, well, it was. I mean, like I said, those are guys were just gamers, and I mean, I take those guys any day over, or you know, those, the 105 win team didn't yeah. make it. You yeah. know, and these guys were just a bunch of misfits, and that's kind of like that Boston <laughs> team back in the day. I mean, they really were. We had a cast of clowns in the clubhouse every day. Exactly. Well, David, uh, Dave, thanks a lot, buddy. I know you're busy, and uh, frequent flyer, flyer mileage is uh, is getting higher every day, and uh, I hope you can stay safe in Stanford. <laughs> I will be. I will be. Yeah, I, th- I think so other people do as well. <laughs> David, great to hear from you. Thanks for taking time out of your afternoon to join us, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. See you. That's David Eckstein, the 2006 World Series MVP, joining us on the St. Paul. GM Country phone lines. That's a little outside the box. I le- I about Samford, yeah. Florida. Yeah, and, and I drove by there. If when you I was don't watch there. the news, and if you don't watch, you know, whatever Fox News, CNN, and stuff, I said, "Dang, Dave, your uh, your your little hometown pops up on the news awful lot." <laughs> I think it was only a couple times, but it was some pretty impressive, <laughs> it was some pretty impressive news. And he just shakes his head like he doesn't. He is not a negative guy at all. Oh, but he, I he know. Knows. I told him to keep his head down when he goes home. If there's one, if there's one guy I don't want on the line, well, maybe like with the exception of Matheny, while we're talking about Manuel Ferrara's tweets, it's David Eckstein. I so still he, can't believe you're following that. He's the husband of my friend, the wonderful Caden Cross. Well, I understand following her, but not him. I mean, I, I don't know. It's weird. Does anybody else think that's weird? I mean, Do you think it's everybody's weird? Nodding. Yeah, I mean, everybody's nodding. I mean, everybody's nodding. He's been the, the bartender the last few years. The, the bartender's nodding. She's like, yeah, she that's, is that's nodding. really weird. That's she's, she's sketchy. She's a lovely lady. Oh, boy. All right. Anyways. So it's the Edmonds and McKernan program. It's getting early morning. Uh, CBS Sports 920 uh, and down inside STL.com. On the program today, Ryan Dempster, Brett Hall, and just joined by the 2006 World Series MVP. I like that, out, uh, David Eckstein. I, I like that thought process of, of Eckstein's. I never even thought about it. I always thought it was between Eckstein and Roland. You were in the mix, too. Had the huge hit in game three, the double, bases clearing double, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't have a big high average, then, but I had a lot of RBIs, I think, in that Yeah, that, yeah it was just, You know, you always want to be, you know, when you're playing in the backyard, you know, when you were playing. When I'm still playing, playing wiffle ball. ball right now at 37, still pissed that I couldn't make the team at the U-high. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, Molina, I guess when you th- look back on it, handling that pitching staff, and it wasn't just the starters. You guys had a bunch of like, and I and I say it again respectfully. It's not intended to be a shot. I, I don't think know how we should but, pull up the. You should pull, pull up, up the, the roster. The roster. I mean, it was it was Tyler Johnson, Josh Kinney, Wainwright. Now you go back and well, Adam Wainwright. Yeah, Adam Wainwright. Well, Adam Wainwright wasn't the closer the first week of September. Isringhausen got hurt, and then he just started killing it as the closer. I know Randy Flores. Everybody, uh, are you looking for the, the, the World the, Series roster the or just the opening day? No, 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 the, the, World the, Series, World the 2006 Series World Series roster. roster. Yeah. When you compare Rossum. it to some of these other Cardinal teams, and again, I'm not saying it to disparage them. It's just it's a credit to Josh the Kenny. Josh Kenny, yeah. Sidney Ponson. Sidney Ponson was not part of the World Series roster, was he? I think he was. He might have been DFA'd on his own, the pride of Aruba. What did you just say? He was DFA'd. DFA'd? Yeah, designated for assignment. What do you think I was? What, 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 what do you think? I don't were? know what that means. It felt as close. You, you, you never been DFA'd. A lot of stuff went through my head in DFA, especially with the F in the middle. Actually, one of our uh, one of our fine listeners uh, started tweeting me the other day. They ran into Josh Kenny. Uh, he's playing for a team in Indiana, and so really? he said we should get him on the show. And I said, why not? And that's all my Man, story. He was a, that's my yeah, story. He was, he was a special story too. I mean, he's 
just came out of nowhere and just had a couple big years there just where he just, I mean, his numbers weren't huge, but he, he played a pretty big role in, in some of that. And, uh, it, you know, I, the names on here are amazing. I mean, Jorge Sosa. That's the one that Brad I was thinking Thompson, about. Brad Thompson. Braden Looper. Falkenberg. Narvison. My gosh. Tyler Johnson, you said. Izzy. That's nuts. Ricardo Rincon. And yet you go to the World Series, and Adam Wainwright and Michael Walker lose three or four starts. Yeah, I do have a picture of that. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just bat crap. Uh, we're getting more response uh, on, on me following Manuel Ferrar than we have on Ryan Dempster, That's Brett Hall, difficult. or David Eckstein. I'm like the bat signal for creeps. Oh, he's on the air? Perfect. We can listen and be creeps. And then they text in. Uh, it's totally weird, Jimmy. He has powerful man love. That's from the 636. It's a little sketchy. Uh, but you got to, I mean, I was looking at it. You got to see the angle I'm looking at your computer from. So I don't know what, I see skin. I'm not, I can't tell what the hell's going on over there. It was so. a hairy Frenchman. Uh, he wasn't even hairy, so that's why I was looking. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of awkward. <laughs> it's absurdly awkward. Hey, you know, what we have is that trivia contest. I'll load up the phone lines, 314-880-0808. Those are the St. Paul GM Country phone lines. Coming back, we will do our trivia for the day. You got a good one today, uh, Sea Monster? You, are you bullish on this one? Being a tester, this could potentially be a very difficult question. It is uh -huh. a non-baseball question. Load up the phone lines, 314-880-0808. Final segment of the Edmonds and McKernan Show on Thursday from Hot Shots in Fenton. It comes your way next on CBS Sports 920 and InsideSTL.com.